Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Silas Knowles. This is the Exhausted Educator Podcast. Normally, I would try and do this on a video and audio feed, but my video is being a little goofy right now, so we're going to go audio today so I can put out some content for you. Um, the hardest month in May of an educator is upon us. Uh, finals and everyone turning in everything under the sun. It's so much fun, isn't it? So definitely, you know, First of all, teachers, educators, everyone who's listening, I hope you're well. Um, it's been a rough month. Let's <laughs> just be honest. This is called spade is bait. It's been a rough month. Um, this is a bit more difficult than I can imagine. And, uh, you know, it's the one thing that I can throw out there first is find your circle, find your support, find the people around you that are like-minded and stick with them. It's going to be very, very beneficial along the way. Um, it's just a lot of the times, you know, you, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm the disruptor. You know, I'm the one who tries the new things. I'm the one who tries to, you know, do everything I can to reach students. I mean, and first things first, for, for the ending of this year and the beginning of next year, I was, um, first of all, I want to give big ups to Edu Protocols, John Carippo, Marlita Hepburn, Chris Bell. Um, Jake Carr, Scott Petrie, Moeller, um, everyone, Kim Vogie, everyone over on that team are awesome. I'm so blessed to be a part of their group to do their social media and uh, big ups to um, the Edge Protocols team for supplying the Exhausted Educator podcast with some new equipment, some new lighting, some new mics. So I am very appreciative of them. Um, anyway, but did a podcast, uh, the Hot Shot Show um, for Edge Protocols with John Carippo. Uh, just recently and number one you know you have these last few weeks you know try to use this time to kind of balance yourself to you know set yourself up for next year if you know what you're teaching most of you guys should already know what you're teaching but setting yourself up for next year making sure that you know whatever you want to try to see like you know kind of like i think john used the uh dr frankenstein um analogy you know Try to use and, and, and get things that you never would you normally do during this time to set yourself up for next fall. Try to set yourself up for next fall and really, you know, benefit yourself by, and what I mean by that is, you know, take some stuff that you normally wouldn't do and do it. See if it works. See, this is the kind of time that you have to try and be inventive and different. If you want to be a disruptor and you want to be unique, you know, definitely use this time to try and do that, to try and, you know, think outside the box. Hey, I always wanted to try this lesson this way, or I always wanted to try this lesson that way and see what you can do and be surprised. You can, you know, use it as a testing phase for next year. See like, okay, I usually do the civil war in this fashion. Maybe I'll try it like this, or maybe I'll try it like that, you know, and use this time to really benefit and try to engage. I know the engagement of students. Look, I know the engagements of students are just so high. Please, um, 
you can wait my sarcasm as much as you can. But yeah, the engagement so high, the phones, I mean, you have to, first of all, you know, on number two, you know, first is, you know, using this time to your benefit to try and set yourself up for next year. Two, please, 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 in your departments, at least, if you do not have a school-wide rule on phones, you need a school-wide rule on phones and that everyone's going to follow. And if they're not all going to follow it, at least get your department to follow it. Um, my particular school that I'm still in right now, there isn't um, some teachers, you know, benefit from it. You know, they, they say well, it's, it's teacher discretion. So it makes it more difficult for all teachers to try and do that. But for instance, in my kid's school, the local high school district, you know, they have a school-wide rule on phones and their grades are representative of that. And, you know, I think on social media recently, a teacher took a phone away from a student and they got pepper sprayed by the student. You know, it's all on TikTok, I believe, but how ridiculous, how ridiculous has that been right now? I mean, it's just, it's so stupid. It's, it's a cell phone. And I know even adults are very, it's very hard for adults to let go of their phones. I know it's difficult for me sometimes, but you need to, <laughs> you really do. You need to. And it's, you know, it's really nice to step away from your phone and really like, like read a book and go outside and be like, Hey, it's the sky or Hey, it's the clouds, you know, spend time with your kids, spend time with your students, whatever the case may be. And I think we all need to take a step back and realize cell phones are really killing the attention spans of everyone. I think I read somewhere a survey or a survey or a report that um, the normal attention span of a high school student's like is three minutes. And that's it because TikToks are maximum of three minutes and that's where they use most of their time. So it's really, it's really interesting. So number one, use this time wisely. Try and set yourself up for the fall. Number two, school-wide rules on phones. Make sure you guys take your, you know, if you don't have a school-wide rule, ask for it, plead for it, beg for it. I mean, because it's only going to benefit you more in the classroom. And I mean, and even for your school, you know, if, if your school doesn't do it school-wide, make sure your department does. I know my department does. We do our best and it's, it is difficult. It is a struggle, but you know, don't, and then number three, don't be afraid to try new things. Um, just in general, I've been in multiple schools where, you know, you have a certain curriculum in a department, for instance, it's, it's U.S. history. You have certain items you have to hit, assessments you have to hit. And I've, I've seen it every day that multiple teachers are literally in lockstep with each other when it comes to their lessons. Like they do the exact same thing in the exact same time in the exact same moment. I mean, yes, you have to hit the common assessments every time, right? You have to hit the common assessments every time, but you need to make sure that, you know, you are making a unique experience for your students. Like if Mr. Johnson and Mr. Smith both are doing the same thing at the same time, why would you want to go to either Mr. Johnson or Mr. Smith, one or the other or above each other? Because they both are doing the same darn thing. You know, it's like make your class unique, make your class, you know, make your class unique to you. If you are a big fan of arts and craft stuff, like if you're an artsy person and you like drawing or designing and stuff like that, make that the hook to your class about history. If you're the tech guy, I'm the tech guy. I use technology tools all the time to try and hook the students in. And I try to find all the new trends on education to try and 
you know, bring the students in and get them more engaged. They don't engage like they used to. Before COVID, I know we've talked, I know everyone's talked about this in professional developments all the time, but before COVID, you know, it's different. Now it's different. They the students talk through avatars. Students talk through things like Roblox and Minecraft and Xbox avatars and PlayStation avatars and everything else. We need to make a different approach when it comes to schools and education. It's, you know, it's different. It's difficult. You know, some people aren't used to it. Some people aren't used to change, but we need to try and change because students do not engage and do school like they used to. We've kind of, we're forced to put them and make them college students at 12 years old and put them through the ringer when it comes to school. And now we're seeing the results and seeing the back, the backlash, if you will. And that's not really a backlash, but like the, the lasting effects, I guess I'll be using the word, the lasting effects coming back on it. It's difficult, but it's it's something we can get past. And if everyone gets on the same board and tries just one thing differently than everybody else, become that disruptor in your department and just try something different. Try to engage your students on a different level. Try if you're not a social media person, try using social media. There's enough templates out there that you can know, create your own Facebook page on Thomas Jefferson, or you can create your own Twitter page on George Washington. I don't know why I'm on this U.S. history kick. <laughs> Maybe because I sit by a bunch of U.S. history teachers in my office at school. Um, so try and, and be the best you can be when it comes to that, because there's 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 nothing else you can do. You have to engage differently. You've got to be that different person. You can't do it the same way you've been doing it for 15 years. God bless everyone who's listening to this that can engage with students for, you know, 20 years in the same position, teaching the same thing. That's fine. That's great. I applaud you for it, but not everyone's built that way. There's many different things that is, you know, that's different. And people like myself, you know, I've been teaching for 10. I've been teaching in the same school for five. And you just have to, you know, I'm not going to go into my circumstances because that's not the subject of this podcast, but you have to push yourself and push yourself up and you want to grow. You got to grow like when you're a child you got to grow and it's you know one of those things where it's uh it's difficult at times but it has to be done last thing i want to talk about today for you guys going through the month of may by the way if you're just joining us it's silas knowles on the Edu exhausted educator podcast you're talking to a very exhausted educator going through the month of may but as any teacher you know i'm going into summer school <laughs> And then into a new leadership position um, in the fall, plus still doing my <coughs> administrative um, degrees right now and in my administrative program and have four children and try and survive. <laughs> so God bless me. I'm sure some of you out there have been in a similar situation or different, but still fighting the good fight of trying to engage students and trying just to be there for them. I just, you realize you have a superpower if you can get students to listen to you. And that first hook is usually what gets it. And then you can't, it's like an itch. You can't scratch. You got to continue to try and you got to continue to keep going. Um, last thing I want to talk to you guys about the month of May and just a realization that, um, and I've taught this to my students uh, a few times and I am a history teacher, but 
history deals with something that I think is non-existent. Um, long time ago, someone taught this to me and, and it really blew my mind that, you know, time, the, the aspect of time, this is the last thing I'll leave you guys with today. The aspect of time is, is ir irrelevant. It doesn't exist. And time, you know, we look at watches and we look at clocks and sometimes we look at our phones. Time is, you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. And time is just not, it, it doesn't exist. What exists are priorities. Like I always ask my students, I say, raise your hand if you tell your mom, dad, friend, grandparent, I don't have time. And almost all of them raise their hand. And I was just, I use it as a connection to like homework and classwork and stuff. Like It's not that you don't have time. It's not, and then I try to explain them. It's not about time. Time is irrelevant. Time doesn't exist when it comes to this situation. It's called, you're not making it a priority. It's not the first on your priority list. You're not putting it as number one. For instance, if you're a student, nine times out of 10, TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, you're probably going to be first on your priority list. So you're going to take the time that you're never going to get back to watch TikTok. And I'm, I'm at fault at this too. I am. TikTok, Snapchats, whatever the case is. You're not making it a priority. Like, I can't say I don't have time for my daughters. I'm just not making them a priority in my life. I'm not making my work a priority or my schooling a priority or my personal health a priority. Like, I don't have time to go to the gym. No, you're just not making it a priority to go to the gym. You have the time. You just need to refill, you know, reset your priorities. So what I want to leave you guys with is, is that when you guys are planning over the summer, and you guys have multiple things. Some of the, my listeners have kids. Some of my listeners have other um, obligations, stuff like that, that make sure you understand the difference between not having time and not making priorities. Because priorities are the one things that exist in your life um, that are most important. And you can never get those back once they're gone. Family, friends, you know, some you just, you can never get, Time, you know, time goes and you can never get time back, but you can have good priorities to make the best use of your time. And, you know, with school, with students, you know, making that one student your priority, making that one student the number one in your life to help them and then moving on to the next one that might be second in line or third in line or whatever the case is. That's what really is necessary to have happening to, to make sure that you're putting your priorities in order so you can accommodate all your students, all the things in your life, all the things that you need to do. Okay. So about 15 minutes, about enough done with me talking. So to give you guys some, a couple of points to leave with on the exhausted educators, Facebook page, um, we have a show with Beth Napleton, educational consultant, uh, from the Chicagoland area. Great lady. Um, we'll be putting that out soon. And hopefully when I uh, fix my video feeds, we can get some more stuff going <laughs> with that. Um, I'm more on the video side. Second, um, if there are any educators, uh, administrators, uh, coaches, whatever the case is, if you guys need some help when it comes to um, helping your staff, helping your students, helping your administrators um, be better, uh, to be more streamlined, to have their priorities set, teach better, work less, um, you know, things like that, you know, please feel free to reach out. I'm always available for speaking opportunities, uh, professional development opportunities. 
Uh, you can reach me through my social medias at Silas Knowles on Facebook, uh, ZB Pirate on Twitter, or Rob Knowles, K-N-O-W-L-E-S 75 at gmail.com. Please reach out. Um, I'll be more than happy to discuss everything individually with you to uh, see what I can to do. To, like, what can I do to help? That's pretty much all I'm here for. I'm here to help. I have a lot of experience dealing with many different types of districts, from the urban to the urban to the rural, rural, and everything in between, uh, Spanish-speaking, EL-speaking, whatever the case may be. I'm here to help. So please reach out if you need to. Please reach out if you'd like to be a guest on the show. Um, share some of your stories about the exhaustion of education, and you know maybe you'll be able to help somebody as well. Um, also, we still, um, like I think I said before, big ups to uh, the Edge Protocols team, uh, EduProtocols.com, EduProtocolsPlus.com, uh, John Carippo, Marlena Hepburn, uh, Kim Vogi, Adam Muller, Scott Petrie, Chris Bell. Um, there's the uh, Jacob Carr. I mean, there's so many people on the darn team, um, but they were awesome and gave a donation to the Exhausted Educator podcast, new mics, new lights. Hopefully you're listening to me in a little bit different, different tone today. Um, if you're interested in donating to the show, um, you can use my email or uh, there is a GoFundMe. We're still raising some money to uh, upgrade a couple more things on the podcast. So if you look for my name, Robert Knowles, Silas Knowles on GoFundMe for the Exhausted Educator podcast, please feel free to donate. Everything will be used for future guests, uh, tech, things like that. So guys, I hope you guys have a best, great rest of your May. Have a restful summer. Uh, you'll be hearing from me a couple times over the summer, um, just dropping some content, having some guests. And uh, guys, you guys are great. Please keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you mean something. And uh, your students would not be here without you. So for me, I'm Silas Knowles, the Exhausted Educator, saying, hey, man, we'll see you down the road. And uh, remember, we're here for kids. <laughs>